You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Yes, sir, the time of the evening where you join us on the program after dinner months. And Alhamdulillah, we kick off with the Abu Bakr. See that uh, very shortly. But let me tell you what's coming up on the show. It will be Abu Bakr. See that on Muslim News. Followed by Anwar Sizat, Anwar Kasim coming on with his segment, Drive In with Anwar. And thereafter, Molana Salim Karim comes in with his family room. And we end off with Ibrahim Barachia on his Travel Express. Time to welcome you, the Pious and Sagacious Ummah, with Abu Bakr Sizat. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, Abu, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening? Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ji, with the grace and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are doing well, Shafat Ahmad. And we pray that you and the listeners of Marqa Sahaba are also within the same loop. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Jazallah anna Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bimawalu. Ji, Shafat, a lot of things happening in the Muslim world, but our spotlight is still on the Palestinian issue. What is taking place there is a disaster, Shafat Ahmad, a genocide of uh, untold proportions, not only destruction of buildings, but taking of lives. In fact, last night alone, with the bombardment, something like 700 lives were lost, of Ahmad. And it is just uh, about time that uh, into the third week of the assault on uh, Gaza, of Ahmad, there is one uh, Middle East leader who has come out uh, with some strong words, but no action. And uh, that is the Amir of uh, Qatar, uh, Sheikh Tamim uh, bin Hamad Al-Thani, The Amir called on the international community to restrain Israel in its fights against Hamas, saying Israeli forces should not be given the green light for unconditional killing in the besieged Gaza Strip. In his opening speech at the Shura Council's annual session on Tuesday, Sheikh Tamim bin Ahmad Al-Thani also said the continuing war was a dangerous escalation that threatened the region. This is from Al Jazeera. We are saying enough is enough, he said. It is untenable for Israel to be given an unconditional green light and free license to kill, nor is it tenable to continue ignoring the reality of occupation, siege and settlement. The Amir went on to condemn the violence against innocent civilians on both sides, but also faulted the international community for double standards and acting as if Palestinian children's lives are not worth to be reckoned with, as though they are faceless and nameless. Shafat, these are strong words. Sheikh Tamim's latest comments on the, on the conflict came more than two weeks after Israel launched, launched a devastating campaign on air raids on Gaza after Hamas fighters carried out a surprise attack on southern Israel. More than 14,000 people were killed in the Hamas attack, mostly civilians, that's what they say. But Hamas has contended that most of those whom it has captured are generals, uh, brigadier generals and uh, soldiers, and I think they are keeping them uh, for bargaining for the release of uh, uh, Israel, uh, Palestinian prisoners kept in Israeli jails. There's now the latest count is Shafat. There are more than 10,000 uh, prisoners who have been uh, taken in by the Israelis in the West Bank, Shafat Ahmad. 
and uh, held without trial. And I think uh, this is the situation of Israeli arresting anyone who is out on the road. In fact, you see what the condition in West in the West Bank. Roads are all empty. No one is. Shops are closed, and everyone is afraid to come out onto the street because the moment they are on the street, they are being arrested and uh, taken in as prisoners. I was uh, wrongly accused of supporting Hamas uh, in the fight against uh, the occupation. Uh, according to Israeli authorities, 1,400 of their people have been killed. Israel has since bombarded Gaza relentlessly, killing more than 5,000 people, 40% of whom are children, according to Palestinian officials. It also imposed a complete siege on the territory, cutting supplies of food, water and fuel. It should not be allowed in our time to use cutting off water and preventing medicine and food as weapons against an entire population, the Qatari Amir said as he called for an end to this war that, trans that has transcended all limits. On Monday, Hamas said it has freed two hostages taken into the Gaza Strip from Israel for compelling humanitarian reasons following mediation of Qatar and Egypt. This is the article mm. that is in Al Jazeera. And uh, it seems uh, also, Shafat Ahmad, that the USA is conducting this war on Gaza, with Israel as its proxy, as Zelensky's proxy in the Ukraine against Russia, more weapons and soldiers are being moved in the Middle East, preempting a ground invasion of Gaza. And when this will take place, it's anyone's guess, Shabbatman. But uh, with the messing, uh, messing of uh, tanks and trucks uh, along the Gazan border and the fence, Shabbatman. What can uh, transpire if the attack takes place is thousands and thousands upon uh, Palestinians will be killed. But in the same time also, we must not underestimate Hamas, who has taken uh, some precautionary measures. In fact, uh, the one incident uh, that had taken place where the Israelis tried to break in uh, to Gaza, in, towards uh, southern central Gaza, they were repelled uh, by uh, the Hamas soldiers in an ambush, uh, Shafat Ahmad. So Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has given the uh, capacity for strategic uh, planning to Hamas also. And Allah Ta'ala make it easy for them when this onslaught takes place, uh, Shafat Ahmad. Then uh, also Shafat, uh, Emmanuel Macron, uh, Macron, the one uh, from France, is one of the Western leaders queuing up to meet Netanyahu to show solidarity with Israel. And uh, coming from him, it is expected, Shepardman, mm. you know what he did in uh, Niger. He also supported the targeting of Hamas as the West has coordinated attacks on ISIL. So they are uh, putting Hamas in the same bracket as ISIL, whereas Hamas is fighting an occupying force that has imposed the... Uh, uh, a siege uh, upon the Gazans, uh, checkpoints and walls, dividing the whole of the West Bank. Uh, Shafat Ahmad is a completely two different uh, organizations, uh, Shafat, and we know that ISIL is the creation of uh, the West uh, to create instability in the Middle East, especially in Syria. Uh, Shafat, uh, then... Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they, they, they think out for, you know, you talk about uh, France and you talk about the U.S. and uh, 
you know, uh, Israel. They always been, uh, you know, the false flag operation. Uh, when you looked at uh, the uh, thing that happened in uh, the U.S. or was uh, the 9/11. Uh, you know, 9 issue, where, yeah. and then you look at uh, the Charlie Hebdo thing and uh, there were many false flag operations also in France where else in Israel you know is Israel hell where the, the hell breaks loose every day thousands and thousands of uh, you know Palestinian children uh, that are even incarcerated in jails Allah alam what they're doing to them there and, and nothing's being said but you can see that uh, the West have definitely now shown or played their card that they are people that cannot be trusted and uh, this is a world of uh, you know a polarized it's a polarized world but even people like putin and uh, um, you know xi jinping and all these people france and uh, russia hot air also abu nothing being done they're just allowing it as for the uh, so-called muslim leadership we can't talk we can't even talk anything about them abu go ahead Yusuf Adamad, uh, you know, this false flag operation, in fact, there is a contention in certain circles, uh, of, uh, in the um, uh, Muslim circle, pro-Palestinian pro circles, that uh, some of the deaths of the Israelis, you know, they call it the Hannibal option, Yusuf Adamad. You kill, you kill your own people and you blame it on the uh, opposite side. And the same thing has happened uh, with the Israelis also. They killed out of the 1400 Safad, they killed uh, quite a number of their own uh, people, so, uh, civilians also, Shafat Ahmad. And now they have put the blame that Hamas uh, killed those people. So they call it the Hannibal option. And uh, this is, uh, you know, the battle for the mind of uh, the international community and the international populace, Shafat Ahmad, is, is in this war has been taken to another level. In fact, the Western media, and uh, if our listeners had an opportunity to see the Pierce uh, Morgan uh, show uh, uncensored, uh, yeah, you could see that uh, when he was being confronted uh, by Muslims, has given the, them the capacity to be eloquent and uh, to be thinking on their feet. So, but when Basa. he confronted him. Yusuf Bassama and uh, Mohammed uh, Haji Shafat Ahmad. Yeah. I think, uh, and, and the ambassador of uh, Palestine also. And when they confront him, and then he starts stuttering Shafat Ahmad. And uh, the Western world has just accepted, in fact, uh, Al Jazeera also to some extent uh, uh, accept the narrative that uh, the Palestinians are saying. And yesterday I saw a clip where one of the former ambassadors of uh, Israel was saying about uh, the babies being beheaded by uh, Hamas and that. And this uh, Al Jazeera host, Shafat, didn't question, stop him and question him that do, do you have proof? And this has been proven to be fake news and he never stopped him, Shafat Ahmad. Mm -hmm. So somewhere along the line, uh, some of the presenters at Al Jazeera also uh, are sympathizers with Israel, but because they of their jobs, they yes. just carry on. And uh, sometimes this was a big giveaway, I think, of uh, this guy's leanings towards the Palestinians when he interviewed this uh, former ambassador of uh, Israel. And this guy said openly that, look, uh, Hamas has beheaded babies and decapitated heads. And this was not the case, Shafat uh, Allah make it easy for everyone, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, 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 Abu, but, 
Uh, this one, uh, one point here, the, the sad thing is uh, the, the so-called uh, Arab media, Al Jazeera, has uh, many working there. Uh, maybe some of them have infiltrated. And, you know, uh, this is what we need to be careful of. Because uh, when you bring uh, people from the other side, uh, from within, uh, you know, uh, yeah. they, they, they could be uh, doing a dual job. But uh, then, yes. uh, if you maybe we talk about that too. But, uh, I mean, you look at the Muslim leadership. I mean, uh, you know, then what do you say? I mean, you're worried about people infiltrating. Uh, perhaps those uh, Zionists know we, uh, these are toothless, spineless people. Let us do what we can do. And uh, we've got uh, the big shaitan, you know, U.S. helping us out too. Go ahead, Abu. Jeez, uh, now, and uh, while we're talking about the big shaitan, uh, we go to Saudi Arabia. It seems to be going berserk regarding the entertainment industry that is forging uh, in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Mohammed bin Salman, the Crown Prince, announced the launch of an eSports World Cup with the largest ever prize pool in the gaming history. Sports, eSports and gaming has all been the integral components of the Crown Prince's ambitious transformation initiative Vision 2030. The plan involves diversifying Saudi dependency on oil. A budget of 37.8 billion US dollars has been earmarked on uh, the gaming sector to position Saudi Arabia as the epicenter of the gaming industry over the world. This includes all types of sports. We know there is love sports, there is wrestling, and then there is casinos of Adamad. And uh, this uh, goes uh, into something like 30 uh, types of uh, uh, games and sports, Shafat Ahmad, where billions of dollars are being pumped in to make Riyadh and Jeddah the epicenter of the gaming industry. In fact, uh, Saudi Arabia is uh, also going to but uh, for the 1934, 2034 Soccer World Cup also, Shifatman. And uh, this is the, the plan of uh, the Saudis. It will create nearly 40,000 jobs and generate the gaming sector's contribution to, to the Saudi GDP to 15 billion rials by 2030. Shifat, I think this is a dream uh, for... Uh, MBS that uh, is trying to prove that what he has thought up of with New York City, which is going to open in the next five years, Ahmed, that uh, the casinos and uh, the gambling dens that are going to be strewn around uh, Riyadh, Jeddah, and uh, in New York City. And uh, with that, uh, all the other permissive uh, activities will come also to the force of Ahmed. This is, uh, we must make do of, uh, and in fact, I've heard some good news uh, regarding Saudi Arabia. A friend of mine just came back from Umrah, mm-hmm. and he was telling me that uh, he has got information that, uh, you know, the cinemas that they were supposed to erect uh, on the outskirts of Mecca and Medina for entertainment for the Hajis, and that have now been stopped completely, and uh, well, they will not go ahead with it. This is some good news. Inshallah, open the doors of Hidayat to the ulama uh, of uh, Saudi Arabia to take our stand against what is going to take place there. We don't know what will happen in the next five years with uh, MBS coming to the fore. 
Yeah, absolutely, Abu. You know, uh, what's uh, worrying in that end is uh, that with all this uh, permissiveness that's being uh, allowed, but who are those people that's controlling the, uh, you know, the mechanism of uh, this industry, of this entertainment? It is none other than the Zionists, the Americans, and you also find that the Indians are there in a big, big way. I mean, your uh, uh, bookings that you do for Hajj and Umrah, uh, that whole system is run by uh, uh, Indians. Uh, the the Indian Indian system, yes. I mean, we are not talking about that. Uh, behind the scenes, these guys are captured, Abu. Actually yeah, captured. Absolutely, Shafat Ahmad. Uh, in fact, uh, the whole Nusuk system, you know, the booking system for Hajj and uh, for visiting the Roda and that has, uh, was uh, programmed by an Indian company and they're getting billions of the uh, reals for running each of Atamad. And when there were glitches and that, in fact, they, uh, the Saudis made excuses that uh, because it is only the introduction, must give them a chance. And they went on to uh, correcting uh, some of the glitches, Shafatamad. But the entertainment industry, you know, if we take the WWE world, Worldwide, uh, whatever it is, extravagance or mm. wrestling and that, so Fatimad, that love golf and there's the tennis coming along. And then, uh, in fact, the gaming industry, the casinos, you know, put uh, poker and uh, I don't know what other card games. Uh, it's going to become the epicenter in, in Riyadh, the epicenter of uh, the gaming industry, so Fatimad. You can imagine casinos being opened up. And uh, so the youth uh, being taken into this entertainment industry and uh, taken away from uh, the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's going to be a disaster, Shafatamanda, Allah ta'ala, make it easy for them. Abu, you know what, uh, Abu, mm -hmm. I want to interrogate that a little more. You know, Saudi uh, has been looked at as someone uh, that's been backing different uh, organizations, spending billions of dollars, uh, pushing in their uh, programming agenda and so forth. But uh, we are told that Huck and Bathil, Huck will prevail and uh, falsehood will perish. But in this uh, instance, uh, right in front of our eyes, we can see something perishing. Are uh, we uh, correct to assume that all along the Saudis were on the side of Bathil, and they are Bathil themselves, uh, Abu. Your response? Jeshufat, if you look into the history of the Saudis, you know, 19, 19, after nine, after the First World War, you know, the Hashem, uh, uh, Sheriff Hashem was uh, given the control after the defeat of the Ottoman uh, Empire of uh, the Haramein Sharifain, and then the Saudis got another Stooge, uh, Saud bin Abdul, what was his name? Saud, uh, Shef Adam and King Saud. Abdul Aziz. Uh, uh, yeah, in fact, Abdul Aziz came later. The, the, the initial guy was Saud or some, I had, um, some subject Fahad. correction on that. Yeah, and uh, he was given a 5,000 pound salary by the British at that time, Shef Adam and uh, told that, look, uh, let's displace uh, Sheriff Hashem. And they gave him uh, Jordan as a compromise of Ahmad. And the whole of uh, Saudi Arabia was taken by the Saud uh, and the Sudairi families of Ahmad. Until today, though they have looked after the Haramein Sharifain, 
uh, in a fantastic manner. I think we are bamboozled by the, the type of buildings that are there. Our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is uh, in Medina Sharif. But uh, they have never, uh, at any time, uh, they, have, they have sought uh, to give the face of uh, being pro-Islam, uh, but uh, the type of Wahhabism that they put forth, Shafat Ahmad, it just leaves much to be desired, and this is uh, what is happening, Shafat Ahmad. And uh, with the Americans uh, taking control of the whole of Saudi Arabia, we know when the Haram was uh, once invaded by the Muslim Brotherhood, uh, France came in and uh, they massacred uh, all of them. And this is the situation uh, in Saudi Arabia. And I think till today, the CIA and uh, Mossad and all the top uh, intelligence agencies uh, are in charge of uh, what is taking place in Saudi Arabia. In fact, they know every move of every Haji that comes into Saudi Arabia or goes out on where he lives and what he does. Shabbat Shabbat. And finally, I think I want to talk about Pakistan. Gee. What has happened is Nawaz Sharif, the head of the PLM and uh, uh, returns to Lahore after four years of seeking medical attention in the UK. We know that Nawaz Sharif made an excuse that he was having some heart problems during the time of Imran's reign as Prime Minister and that he needed urgent medical attention. Imran, I think, on humanitarian grounds, granted him uh, permission to go for medical uh, treatment to the United Kingdom and, uh, and he was given the guarantee by Shabazz Sharif, his brother, that he will return, and he never returned in the f uh, and staying there for four years, Shvatman. And uh, now that uh, he's back, uh, he gave a speech that uh, he doesn't want any revenge against anyone, and uh, he wants to stand for election. But I think that, I think there's a fissure that is developing between the uh, Nawaz Sharif and the Zadari clan. Nawaz Sharif and his party are expecting that the Pakistani Electoral Commission will postpone the elections uh, as long as possible, whereas uh, Bilawal Bhutto and his father Zardari are calling for an immediate 90-day constitutional uh, election. What is the status of the PTI at the moment? It has been decimated to the arrest of more than 10,000 of its members regarding the May 9th uh, so-called inf insurrection. These people were supposed to be tried by the military courts, but what has happened is uh, the matter was taken up with the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court has said that uh, their cases will have to be taken up uh, with the civilian courts. But Imran, had, uh, just when uh, Nawaz Sharif uh, landed in uh, uh, Lahore, Shafat Imran Khan and uh, Fawad Chaudhry, his deputy, were indicted in this uh, uh, releasing of uh, secret uh, state uh, documents to the public. Shafat Ahmad, you know, they talk about the cyber, cipher, yes. cipher, and uh, this uh, can do is indicted now. There will be a trial and everything, Shafat Ahmad, but the chances are that, uh, you know, with the justice system, besides the Supreme, those in the Supreme Court, uh, Shafarman, the others are prepared to incarcerate Imran for even longer terms. And the fear is that uh, if he gets uh, 
a judge who will sit in the maximum uh, sentence would be something like 14 years. But, um, so Imran has been already banned by the Electoral Commission from participating in elections for the next five years. And if he's incarcerated even further, Shafat Ahmad, that maybe Allah knows Bam, Allah Alam, best what is the status of the PTI in uh, the future of Pakistan. And I think it's about time the Pakistan community, you know, the mass of the people, 200 million people, Shafat Ahmad, stand up and try and uh, secure the future of their children with uh, a government uh, that will be honest and uh, seeking uh, the good of uh, the populace rather than the chores that are going to come back in in the country. Mm, we pray that. Gee, Abu, you and the listeners. Yeah, I, 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 you know, one more point there is, uh, you know, what's uh, worrying me is that Imran Khan shouldn't be ending off like how Mohammed Morsi ended off in prison. You know, where he was in prison and was trial upon trial upon trial upon trial till he made parza from this dunya. And, you know, uh, he's already uh, 70 plus and uh, giving him 14 years, 84 years. I mean, it makes no sense uh, altogether. But, you know, uh, you know, it makes no sense at all. But inshallah, Abu, truth shall prevail and falsehood will perish and falsehood by very nature will perish. And I hope and pray a miracle take place. It can do it because Allah can do it within a split second where Imran Khan yes, will come to the fore, Abu. Inshallah, let us pray. You know, it is good for the Muslim uh, Ummah also, Shabbat Ahmad, to have leaders of that caliber who are honest, truthful, and uh, who spend their life in the service of the community. I think it is very rare that we have had uh, leaders of that caliber. Inshallah, Allah Ta'ala make it easy. You can just see what is happening at the Rafah border, Shabbat Ahmad with CC bowing to every womb of the uh, Israelis, uh, something like in the last three days, I think from Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and today is Tuesday, something like only 60 trucks, uh, eight uh, trucks were allowed in uh, to Gaza and uh, nothing of uh, fuel in like uh, at the Shifa hospital in uh, Gaza city, Shafat Ahmad. There's something like 120, 20 babies who are on incubators, some 150 in uh, uh, ICU, Shafat Ahmad. And uh, if they run out of, uh, uh, if the generators run out of fuel, we are going to lose them also, Shafat Ahmad. Allah make it easy for the people of Palestine and especially those of Gaza, you know, the suburb that their parents who lost their loved ones, who lost their babies, Shafat. In fact, uh, uh, I was just thinking a while ago, you know, that Muslim babies also know the word ma, right? Gee. And <laughs> the Swiss uh, have got no empathy for the plight uh, of mothers uh, who lose their babies who are innocent and are covered with trouble. And uh, uh, inshallah, I give them genital, will Amen. definitely give them genital victims. To you and the listeners, Shafat Ahmad, Salaam alaikum, Jazakallah for having us until we meet again. Inshallah, Abu, there's an extra box of mints uh, there for you. You deserve it. A, a sparkling show from you. Allah bless you. Allah keep you. We'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
Yes, uh, time to go for a break. When you get back, uh, Anwar Kassim will be dri- joining us uh, in on his segment, Driving with Anwar.